So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson, and I'm so excited that you are here. Man, I've, uh, you know, I love doing this podcast. I love doing it. It's one of my favorite things to do is to sit down and talk about my life's experiences, have great guests come on the show, and um, really just do things that I feel like are important. And, um, Today, we're going to head off into something different, and I want to talk about like things that really matter, like life. And so we were watching, me and my family, we were watching, uh, I Can Only Imagine, that's the new show, it's not new, it's, it's already been out, but it just came out on Voodoo, and so we bought it, and we were watching it as family, and I couldn't help but get emotional. And uh, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I, I. I cried, and in that emotional state, I'm actually just recording this podcast after wa- after watching that show. And and I, you know, it, it made me thought. Of, you know, of my life, and I want to talk to you about the journey of real estate, and you know what you need to be prepared for, and what you can expect. Um, I think it's an amazing road you know and like that song says i can only imagine i can i can i couldn't imagine what my life is today i just when when i started in 2005 i started my company and i had no idea that i'd be having my own podcast talking about you know being a multimillionaire and um, talking about the cash flow life and all these things, you know, that, that life has given me. And, and uh, so, you know, I, I'm humble. I'm humble in that, you know, when you start from nothing, and I started from nothing, okay, to go into a place where you make an extreme amount of money, um, it is a different thing. And, uh, you know, I've tried to keep myself as grounded as possible, grounded in family, friends, and in and you know things that keep you just right, and um, you know surround yourself and do things that you enjoy. Um, I still love doing real estate. I don't think I'll ever ever stop buying apartments. I, I find that I enjoy it. I, I have a knack for it, and um, I enjoy the process. But you know there were times. You know life is a lot easier now, but it wasn't always easy, and it's still sometimes not easy. Sometimes I put myself, I give myself new challenges. And, you know, I want to talk about limiting beliefs. You know, so much of my life, believe it or not, 
I doubted myself. I never thought I was worthy, okay? So I'm going to tell some stories about me today that are dark, right? And that um, I'm not so proud of. I mean, I, I, I always, I've always felt like I, I could do it, but then there was times that I didn't. And those are the dark times. I think we all go through them. It's, I feel like sometimes it's human to have self-doubt. And, you know, it's hard to conquer sometimes. And sometimes when life uh, gives you lemons, it's hard to even think about lemonade. And those are the parts in, in life that, that I want to talk about and just kind of reveal, you know, a little bit of my upbringing a little bit just to tell the story. Because, you know, I was a used car salesman. You know, when you don't get out of, I didn't go to college, really. I tried to go to college. And I, you know, got suspended my first semester and expelled the second semester. And, you know, I just wasn't focused. I wasn't focused. I didn't see, I didn't have a vision of why school was important. And so then I started to sell cars. And, you know, when I first met my wife, um, I think I've always, my limiting belief was I was not worthy. Right? And so, you know, you try to, you try to, mask your inefficiencies. And, and I was no different. I mean, I, even though I was a used car salesman, I was proud. You know, I, I sold cars. But deep down, I was like, dude, I'm a used car salesman. Like, how do you get over that stigmatism, right? It's hard. <laughs> and I remember when I was dating my wife. Now, her sister, my wife's sister, Leslie, uh, she, uh, she's like one day, I'll never forget it. She's like, Corey, why are you always got to be a Tommy topper? And I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? She's like, you know, and, and the truth is here, you know, someone would say, Hey, Corey, I've been to Vegas. I was like, and, and, and I, I've been to this pool or I, or I went on a ski trip and I'd be like, well, I went on an even better ski trip. If you went to the ocean, I went to an amazing place on the beach at the ocean. I was a Tommy Topper. I always felt like I had to prove who I was because internally I felt like I didn't have it. And so I had to try to outwardly um, prove and overprove and, 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 and really create this false bravado of who I am. And it just made me look all about myself. And, you know, and the, the right word is, I was a Tommy Topper. If you've done something, I've done something better. And how horrible, how horrible. And that's, I mean, I, I struggled that with that for a long, long time. And what I was really struggling with was my self-doubt about myself, okay? You may be sitting there listening to this right now, and you may be doubting yourself. And I'm here to tell you that that is natural. It happens sometimes. Don't be afraid of it, right? The trick is you've got to move out of that spot, right? The self-doubt, the limiting beliefs. How do you get past that? And for the longest time, I honestly, I didn't know how. And, you know, I never really started to read until I was like about 32. I mean, I'd read little books, but I really started reading at 32. When I got the bug for real estate, I started 
reading a lot. And I started feeding my my brain and my mind, and I started to grow. And I, I read real estate books, and I also started to read books by, like, Tony Robbins and, you know, Zig Ziglar and, you know, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I started to cultivate my mind a little bit. My mind become, be started to become a little bit stronger and knowing who I was. And once you get to the point where you start to know who you are and just accept who you are, accept it, right? Accept that, hey, I'm here and I'm trying to go here. There's no shame in that. And it took me a long, long time to be like, to have the confidence to say, I am who I am. Now, even to this day, you know, here I am a successful real estate entrepreneur, but let me tell you, there's plenty of people that are way farther up the rung than I am. And, you know, I could look at that and be like, oh my gosh, I'm just, I'm just down here still. I'm just still down, still down here. And that self-doubt can come marching right back in. And, you know, the challenge to you and to even to myself is to not get caught up in it. It's just to stay true to yourself. And that is hard. It is hard to do because we live in a world of Facebook, of Instagram. And, you know, obviously, I do that stuff. I do it for marketing. In fact, I don't do it as much. I have a team that does it for me, <laughs> if I'm honest. Um, now, I take the pictures, uh, or I have a, a photographer that takes the pictures for me, and we post we try to post inspirational stuff out there. But in this day and age of creating personas and image and all this stuff, it's so easy to be someone that you're not. And in my mind, I think how sad, how sad for people to be one way at home, but when they go to work, they're a totally separate person. When they go to sports, they're a totally separate person. When they go to church, they're a totally separate, different person. And, you know, I just don't know how to do it. I honestly, I don't. And I'm just me. I'm, I'm frankly, what you see is what you get. And that's actually, I get that as a compliment a lot. And, and, and so is that, hey, listen, Corey, you're the same. No matter here or there or anywhere, you're kind of the same. You're the same dude. And, you know, they say that, that's, you know, you're just, you're just a common man. Well, I guess I wear that with a badge of pride. Um, but, you know, I have dreams and goals and hopes. I don't want to be common. I want to be extraordinary, <laughs> right? But I believe that, you know, I'm just straight. I stay true to myself. And I have a big I don't care button, right? I didn't have it in the beginning. I used to have a what a, what will people think button. How many people right now, if you're I mean if you're honest, the what will people think button is big, right? And it's like, man, what will people think? What will people say if they knew if you know that I don't live in this big McMansion? I just live in the same house that I've lived in for the, you know the last 12 years of my life with my kids. What would people say if they knew that I moved out of the house 
three years into when I bought it because I couldn't afford it. What would they say, right? Because that happened to me. I moved out of the house that I'm recording right now. If you're watching this on YouTube, this is the house that I moved out of. My whole family. We moved into my uh, wife's sister's house into a one-bedroom. Now, we did it on purpose, but did we? (laughs) Because we really needed the money, right? We needed to save money. And we need to get out of debt. And we said to ourselves, everything's on the table. There's nothing that we're willing, that we're not willing to do. And, you know, in the beginning, it was hard. It was hard to, like, face your neighbors, face people that you care about, and um, to say, you know, to let them know the inner, the real you. And, you know, we finally just said, we don't, we make no apologies for it. We are who we are. I am who I am. And that's all that I am. And once you take on that mindset, man, it is amazing the freedom that comes with it. Because then you can just be authentically you. And so I want to challenge you right now. You know, think about what the life you've been leading. You know, not everybody's like this, but some people are living dual lives. And I challenge you to stop it. Just be you. And don't be ashamed to be you, you know? Um, You know, sometimes in life you have to play the part, right? So I'll give you an example of playing the part. There's times when I'm going out to speak at an event that I wear a suit. Now, I'm not a suit dude. I hate wearing a suit. Um, On my website, Kahuna Investments, all the images of me are in a suit and a tie, I only wear that if I absolutely have to, but for my corporate company that buys uh, apartments and raises money, it serves me well to be that, to have that. But, you know, and that's part of who I am, but it's not truly, I mean, I'm in my Harley gear today. And when I usually, I give a lot of my podcasts and what's going on, I'm usually very, very consistent in, I'm just authentically me. What I wear to to work every day is usually jeans and my polo shirt that says Kahuna Investments. That's, I mean, out of my shirt choices, I've got red, blue, white, gray, and black. <laughs> and they all say Kahuna Investments. I tend to wear those more than anything. Um, and then you know, I have my Rinse Do shirt. I wear that a lot. And so, but I'm just saying, I was, I'm authentically me. And I try to be as much me as possible. But sometimes in life, you have to play the part right? There's nothing wrong with that. Just play the part, but, but don't let it consume you. Don't, and don't be somebody that you're not, right? Don't be somebody that you're not. Just be true to yourself. And I see so many people that are not, and, um, and they're living these shadow lives. And, you know, today I've got a, um, I had, we're going to actually have him on my podcast. I had someone that came to my boardroom, my first boardroom, Kuna boardroom, and he just sent me a um, private message through Facebook, and he's like, hey, Jurgen, uh, I don't know how to say his last name. I want to say it's Bushi, but I know that's right, probably right. Uh, but anyways, he's 20, like two years old, and he took the concepts of how I've taught and teach to raise private money, and he's raised almost a million dollars. A million, a 20, and, and hold on, let me just pull it up, because I got to, I got to give it some justice here. So hold on. I'm going to go onto Facebook right now and just pull it up because I thought 
his comment was it was really cool and, and it moved me and uh, you know it makes me feel like they this is the reason why um i teach and coach is to give back because things have i've been blessed i've truly been blessed and who am i to not help other people out and you know let them share some of the great things that happened right so he said hey corey I've just under a million dollars in private money raised with a partner. Can you send me details on, on that deal? So I have a deal that's closing that you need funding for. Um, you've changed my life. Knowledge is power. Never thought people would trust me with money at my age. Dude, I remember him talking. I remember um, him talking and he's like, why, you know, should I come to your boardroom? I'm 22. Is that, is it going to make a difference? And I was like, man, I'm telling you right now, it doesn't matter your age, man. It just doesn't. People don't care. Um, what they what they more care about is what are you saying? Do you believe it? Are you true? You know, people are always looking at you saying, Can I can I do I like you, know you, trust you, do I resonate with you? And and I've always believed this is that you will attract the right people and you will um uh uh, repunge, I guess, everybody else, or repel everybody else. Um, and that's just the way a life goes. You attract people that are more like you, and you repel people that are totally opposite. And that's okay. That's how, when I raise private money, most people I raise money from are good people. They're great, and they understand me. And I'm not the most analytical person in the world. I'm just not built that way. Now, I hire people that are. So when it comes to bookkeeping and accounting, I'm not a good bookkeeper. I'm a sucky. I'm, I suck. But I have great people that are, and I hire them. My, my uh, uh, Duckett and Lad, my CPA firm, that is all my accounting. I mean, they're amazing. <laughs> and rightfully so. They should be amazing. And um, I've never said I was the sharpest tool in the shed. But I know how to find sharp people. And so that is really, that's the trick, is you don't have to be a master of all the, the, the things. Just be true to yourself. And then if you will take stock of who you are and then say, where do I want to go? And how do I get there? What are the pieces that I need? I mean, when I started my journey, let's see, gosh, since 2005, and what a journey. I mean, I, I used to say, like I said, I, could, I couldn't imagine what I'm doing now. Didn't have the vision for it. But I did surround myself. My first vision was, man, I, I saw Bruce. He had time and money. I wanted time and money. And I knew real estate was the vehicle. And that's really all I knew. And that's I took that, that idea. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, I'm going to tell you right now, you are in the right spot. Real estate is the right vehicle. I'm, I'm convinced wholeheartedly, I mean, with everything that I am, that real estate is the absolute right thing. I mean, it is. I mean, most millionaires are made by real estate. I'm a multimillionaire because of real estate. I'm living the life that most people will never experience because of real estate. But it's not because I was a fix and flipper. <laughs> it's not because I was a wholesaler. I got rich in real estate when I started to buy and hold in the multifamily space. And so I'm a big, big believer in the buy and hold strategy. 
And I don't personally think that you can make lots of money through single family homes. I know you can. They don't cash flow as well. A lot of times, you know, you think about buying a rental house, single house portfolio, the way I've seen successful people do it is to buy lots of them. And then, you know, five, 10 years from now, they sell half and they pay the other half off. Then you're very successful in real estate, right? Then they have cash flow. And with apartments, it's just easier to do it in one swoop. So like, we just closed on a $5 million property called University Crossings. Woohoo! We closed, right? Now that update is we've not I've not even sent my official update because I like to get all my ducks in a row. I like to have um, the local paper produce the uh, you know, we we do a uh, promo to the papers and so they print it. And I like to have that print. I like to go online because most people go online now. They have your articles online so you can pull that um, I like to get my certified appraisal after I've closed so I can show the value of the property. And um, when I have all those things, then I like to say, guess what? We closed something, right? Um, and I'm I'm very slow to, you know, toot the horn. Um, and sometimes you got to toot your own horn, right? Sometimes it's okay. But I don't think you should brag, right? You know, more, it's more of a statement, hey, our company is doing well. And, you know, in that, in that aspect, when you talk about your company, your company is in business to make money. So you don't ever have to be ashamed of making money and, and telling the story of your company's success. I think that's totally natural. And, and, and as companies, that is the job. That is called marketing. Marketing is a big part of what you do. But in my personal life, when it comes to when I take off my Kahuna Investments hat, um, I'm always just I try to be as real as possible, right? So I'm encourage you to be as real as possible. So you're not living dual lives because most people that do that, this they're they're not happy and there's stress involved when you have to like I have to turn it on and then I got to turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. Well, that sucks. Who wants to do that? But real estate is the right vehicle. It is the one thing that I know that you can, if you will start your journey and start going towards that style of life. Man, it, it can change your life because it's changed mine. And, you know, the other part of, so reading was one thing that I did to help, you know, my limiting beliefs, my Tommy Topper attitude, right? Um, so I started reading. That helped me get uh, and start having confidence. And then finding mentors was the other thing that I did that really helped me become confident enough to where I eventually stopped being a Tommy Topper. It was really weird. Now, as I've looked back, you know, um, and I've, you know, I, now, now I, I notice other Tommy Toppers. When I say something, they go right over you and they're like, well, I did something better. And I was like, man, that's how I used to be. And I, and I, and I understand the why now is because a lot of times they have to feel like they're important. And, you know, so, so often in life, it is so easy to feel unimportant. And I'm going to tell you right now that you, you are important. God created you special. And um, you have great gifts. You have a great mind. And God God put you on this earth for a reason. Put me on earth for a reason, right? And, you know, find your uniqueness and then and just go with it. I mean, I didn't get the download from the mothership till I was 32 years old. I mean, I sold cars. I made restaurants. Um, I sold groceries to restaurants. I've sold Kirby vacuum cleaners. I worked at McDonald's, my first job. I swept floors at Ramey's when I was in high school. 
I mean, I've I've done almost. I mean, I've roofed with my father. I've I've done a lot of different things, and you know, until I got the download, and and, and for the last since I became thirty two years old, I think I'm now forty. I'm getting ready to turn forty five. I've been focused on one thing: real estate. And it's amazing what happens when you focus. And I want to encourage you to stay focused. If you've not listened to all my podcasts, go to the beginning. The, the first six are the best. Okay, I'm not going to lie. The first six are the money, man. That's where the juice is worth the squeeze. And, you know, those are fun episodes. And, you know, all this other stuff along the way is, is like the thing, is like the stuff that you need. And sometimes you got you to go where, where, where to get what you need. And for me... After I read books, the second step that I learned is, is really to find mentors, is to find people that could feed me, that I could communicate with. And so um, one of the ways that I have that available for people that are listening to the podcast is to come to my Kahuna boardroom. And the boardroom is where, you know, and I, I've intentionally made it very hard to get in, right? So I, I only want 35 people. Every, I do this event three times a year. And, and if you want to go, if you want to go, go to kahunaboardroom.com and apply. We're actually making the application process simpler, simpler. We made it really too hard for most, and so we're going to make it a little simpler. But you got to, I mean, I really want to hear your story. I want to know why you want to be involved. And, and so that's a great way if you are, and, I, and I'm not saying that I'm going to mentor you from your whole life, but the reason I keep it small is because then I can be accessible. And I feel like in this day and age, there's not enough people, or we'll call them gurus, which I'm not, that are teaching that just they want to run off the stage. As soon as they're done talking, they want to run off the stage, or they want to talk about how bad they are. Look at my car, my G8, my plane, my this, my that, my, 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 my. And I want to vomit. And I just want to be the anti whatever that is. That's not my goal. That's not even not a, that's not even not who I am. I mean, I drive a truck. <laughs> I don't have a sports car. I got to, I drive a truck, and uh, that's my people. You know, I'm for the I'm for the little man. I'll always be for the little man. And a lot of us that started that were successful that have been that are, are successful. Some of us have started from nothing. Now, if you don't didn't start from nothing, doesn't mean that I can't relate because I wish I wish I would have started from a little bit more means. I would have got faster to where I wanted to go. Right. So, but like a lot of people that come to our boardroom are doctors, dentists, lawyers, chiropractors, um, or, you know, th th there's that groups of people that have been successful in real or in their, um, they're self employed. They own their own jobs. And, but even then, and they may be making better income, but they're frustrated as hell. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because they still got to clock in each and every day. And I'm telling you, like, so, Remember, there's two things that most of us crave in life. And one is time, and the other one is money. And time becomes more valuable, I think. Time is so valuable. And I know it now like on my calendar. I, have, I, I use my calendar. I've got to block my time because it's valuable. And But there's a lot of people out there that are self-employed, doctors, dentists, lawyers, chiropractors, you need professional people working. You know, my wife was in corporate America and she had to go to work each and every day. And she made a decent income, but she had no time. The company 
told you how much time you could have. And it was never enough. It was never enough. And honestly, the pay was never enough. Not for what you're really worth. Hey, no company will ever pay you what you're really worth. You know why? They would go broke. If you got paid what you were really worth, there's no way. So it's called a job just over broke, right? Because that's that's how the game is set. And so now how do you get to the other side? Well, you've got to choose to be your own boss. So that means you got to start a company. And the best one that I know that requires the least amount of time is in real estate. And more importantly, in my in my for me, from what I've learned, and I don't know a lot, like people ask me, hey Corey, why don't you do some why don't you build an apartment? And I look at them like I get all like I want to turn my head and be like, um, I don't know how to buy an apartment. I don't even know how to build it. Like, how would I do that? I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know. All I know how to do is to buy old crap, old 70s and 80s apartments and fix them up and put great management and fix up the broken stuff. Like, that's my that's my hustle. That is my only hustle, dude. That's all I know how to do. <laughs> And it works. So why try to chase another rabbit? And so for me, I'm biased in my opinion. I'll say it's multifamily apartments because people got to live somewhere and they don't build 70s and 80s apartments no more. And there's lots of bad owners that are not very good at the management side. And now it's not that I have a management company. Like I run my multi-million dollar business in my house. Like you're watching it right now. If you're watching YouTube, I'm in my house. I run my multi-million dollar business with me. I got Sarah over here in the corner and my wife's over there. And that's how that's the three desks. And then I have a virtual assistant and my dad that works from his home. That's the team. And then we hire out everything else. I third party, everything else. I just went and I spent an, an enormous amount of time trying to find great people. And then I do, I'm just a connector. I'm like, I need a man. My management company is the best. I mean, there's without it, hands down, they're the best. And, and they manage my properties well. Like we're 97% or 100% on everything that I own. And that's saying something, right? And I pay them well. I pay them well. Oh my gosh, I pay them a lot of money. And um, But there's a reason. Because then I can do what I want to do, which is have my time and some money because I like to go play. I like to go on vacations. We're getting ready to go to, um, I'm going personally, I'm going to go back home and we've got some stories to so be watching on our Facebook and our YouTube channel. We're going to be posting some stories. I'm going back home to West Plains, Missouri, and I'm going to my homecoming. I'm bringing my daughter with me. That's going to be a lot of fun and to let her experience, you know, Friday night lights. And, you know, I live in a town of, uh, Grew up in a town of about 10,000 people. But come Friday, it's all about West Plains football. And how cool is that? It's it's a neat thing. It's a neat thing. And, um, you know, we have turf on our little high school field, like real you know, turf. And, of course, it's sponsored by um, my good friend Andy. She, uh, her parent, uh, Hilburn, Andy Hilburn, owns the McDonald's in our city and uh, in a couple of other surrounding areas. And she is so gracious enough to help 
donate, and she, I think, you know, she helped raise most of the money through her McDonald's and all through her companies to donate the field. There's a little McDonald's logo on the um, the grass, on the fake grass. How cool is that, though? But, like, that's how important our little town is. When it comes to sports, like, the whole town gets around it. It's a pretty neat thing. So, listen, I don't want to waste your time on, on who I am or my, my, my little exploits, but I, I really want to take the time to say this, is be true to yourself. Don't be somebody that you're not. Don't sit there and, like, fake it all the time. You don't have to fake it. Sometimes just be honest. I don't have this. I'm trying to go here. Ask for help a lot. I ask for help a lot. A lot. I mean, more often than not. So here's a great example. I've got a friend. Her name's Hannah. And Hannah, in her previous life, she was a book editor. And she's edited books and copyright. And, you know, I'm not, so I'm writing my book. My book's coming out in February called Copy Your Way to Success. And um, so I gave her my book. And because now I could go find the right people, but it would take me a, a long time to do this. Or I can just say, Hannah, here's my book. Here's $1,000. And what I want you to do is go employ, and I'll pay for, for the cost, all the right people to do uh, the design of the book, to do the setting of the book, to do, what does she call it? <laughs> the, develop, the developmental edit, the copying edit, the proofreading edit. There's all different versions of these edits in your book to get the final version. And I would have never known any of this. But Hannah knows. And so guess what? I'm smart enough to, and I asked for help. Hannah, can you help me? Would you like to help me? I'll even put your credits in my book because I, I want to give credit where credit is due because I'm not that smart. And like the book says, I like to copy my way to success. And you should too because in the day of information, there is so much Stinking information out there for anything that you want to do. And that's partly why you're here on my podcast, hopefully. And maybe, just maybe, I entertain you just a little bit. Hopefully, I entertain you just a little bit so you don't change the stupid dial. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Listen, with that said, stay true to yourself. Don't be a Tommy Topper. Believe in yourself. Read. Read more. Read more books. Feed your mind. Find mentors to help you solve uh, you know, for X, to help you get there faster. Having a mentor will help you uh, cut down your costly mistakes. Ask me how I know this, okay? I know this works. I wish I had more mentors in my life. I wish I could have found them earlier. I wish I would have knew the value of finding mentors in my life. Take those things, that those those ideas right there, and then your mind, set your vision. Set your vision on what you want to achieve. Say, you know, I want to achieve a 1,000 units. Go out there and get those 1,000 units. Start laying that foundation in your mind. Start believing you can. Start telling yourself each and every day that you can, because eventually you will. And don't ever, ever quit. Don't ever quit. Most people, they start working, and, they, and it's a lot of work. And they go through all the stuff, and they're almost there. They're almost there. 
and they quit like idiots. Don't quit, man. Quitters never win. They just don't. Don't be a quitter. Take time to believe in yourself because I believe no matter what, if you truly believe it in your mind, your paradise is possible. Thanks and have a wonderful, wonderful day.